<clears throat> on in the uh, area of faith. Looking, we're going to be in Mark chapter two, verse number five, and then we're going to look at. I'll flip over and read it, but if you want to, you can flip over to Proverbs chapter eighteen. I I don't have anything new. It's just a reminder, just a refresher of things that people have known, people have heard, just something to refresh our memory on the things. It's just of of our faith, of our love for the Lord. And that's the same thing. If we put a a title to the message, it'd be Four Friends of Faith. And uh, so here in in, in Mark chapter 2, verse number 5, It says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of palsy, thy son, thy son, thy sins be forgiven thee. And then in Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 24, a, friend that hath, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Father, we thank you for the evening. Just pray now that you bless in the service. Lord, uh, we just ask that you meet with us. Lord, we put the cares of the world aside and just listen for a few moments to your word and, and Lord, the, the things that you've allowed us. Lord, uh, meet the needs of the people. Continue to guide and direct us and be attentive to those people that you put in our paths. Ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I said nothing new. Just here, give you a little of, of my heart tonight. You know, what a privilege it is to have friends of faith. You know, we have here the story of these four men. They're friends who, who carry their paralyzed friend to Jesus, and we'll look at some things. But Jesus, looking on their faces and seeing their faith. You know, these men could have been poor. It doesn't say anything other than this about them. They could have been, you know, of the the out maybe what we would call the outcast but they still they had the concern they were helpful friends and these are four friends of faith and those you know that's what we need we and you know my <clears throat> my good friends the, the people that I would call good friends sit in this room you know I know our preacher and, and Miss Elizabeth are gone but the people that I consider to be good friends Good friends of faith sit in this room. We, we, we believe like one another. We, you know, we're, we're, we're tied to, you know, to the same Jesus. So, to, you know, and I, yes, we have, I understand we have other friends outside. I've got other friends in the ministry, preachers and things like that. But when we talk, you know, here we're, we were looking at, let me get back over there. In Luke chapter 2, verse number 5. We're looking at these. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of palsy. He's looking unto these men that brought this man that couldn't walk. He was sick of palsy. You know, <clears throat> like I said, I, my friend, my, my, you know, and I hope that that's the way that a lot of us here feel. The, the, the person that I would, the people that I would want to get uh, counsel from, and I may need some. Miss Guffey's been criticizing me 
to and from church, and so I'm probably looking for a counselor in the next couple of days or so. And No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's my fault. You know, she's, and it is, it, I mean, it's my fault. She said, you need to get your glasses checked because you're putting words in the scripture that aren't there. And I do because, I, I mean, I can't hardly, you know, I need, and so, so some of the words that I put in there aren't. So it's my fault. I mean, I'm just, she, she's right. You know, I need to go get my glasses fixed and changed and stuff so I can see better. But <clears throat> here, the friends that we have, especially those that are of the, of the faith, those are the ones that we like to be around. I like to be around them. And so as we look at these, these four men that carried this man to the, to the <clears throat> Lord Jesus Christ, I don't know who wrote this, but here, here's false friends are like vermin that abandon a sinking vessel or like swallows that depart at the approach of winter. True friends are like the ivy that adheres to the tree that in its decay. True friends are light, like the light of phosphorus, brightest in the darkness. True friendship gold cannot buy. Poverty will not try it, or will not try it. Thrift may not cheapen it. Sorrow must deepen it. Joy cannot lose it. Malice cannot abuse it. Wit cannot choke it, nor folly provoke it. Age cannot but strengthen it. Strengthen it, I'm sorry. Times only lengthen it. Death cannot sever friendship. Heaven is the true place of it. And God is the grace of it. I said, I don't know who wrote it, but what a, what a power-packed little poem. That true, you know, true friends. The, the one sentence that caught me is true friends are like the, the ivy that adheres to the tree in its decay. You know, the older I get, the, you know, the closer the, the home that I get. You know, you realize, you know, what a deal that that ivy just clings to your, your friendship, clings to people. And that's the kind of friends that this man, this, this crippled man, this man of palsy had here. They were, taking, they were taking a friend to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the, and we talked about that. The greatest of all friends is the Lord Jesus Christ. We say... <laughs> I showed Miss Guffey this a while ago. Turn in your books to page, your song books. We sang it a while ago, page 355. What a friend we have in Jesus. And you may know the story about this. I'm just going to, of this song, I'm just going to give you, but what a friend we have in Jesus. And I know I'll probably pronounce his name wrong, but if you look up in the top left-hand corner of that, Joseph Shervin, Shervin, he was a man, this, this song, anybody know the, the story behind it? This song was written, again, a lot of these in our, in our song books are written because of a tragedy. Joseph was a, a young man, he, was, he had money, he had a great family, he had all the, all the things going, he lived in Ireland, all the great things going for him. The night... Before his wedding, his fiance drowned. So, and he moved off, and he moved to Canada. 
And there in Canada, they got word that his mom was sick. He wrote this song. It was a poem. It wasn't a song. It was a poem. And then Charles Converse put it to to music. But in, in his life and the tragedy that what a friend and just, you know, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. You can read the rest of it later on. Again, we just sang it. But, his, you know, he wrote this and it was laying on the table. It wasn't, you know, the scholar says it was laying on the table or whatever next to it. And a friend comes in and he sees it and he said, who wrote this beautiful point? And Joseph said, God and I did. You know, so what a friend we have in Jesus. All our grief, you know, griefs to bear. And when we, we, we stop and we think the friend that we have in Jesus. And these men are bringing their friend to Jesus. Because they know that he can heal him. The, so, first of all, they were concerned for the, these four men were concerned for the helpless. And they were concerned for their, their neighbor. And they knew that if they could get him to Jesus, that he could heal him. So, we, and folks... In my mind, I can think of people that I could call at a moment's notice and they would be there to help. There's, you know, there's people in this church you could call and whatever it may be, they would be there at a moment's notice to help you. That's why we need the concern for the people that, you know, they're our, our friends. And Christ's outstanding characteristic on his earthly ministry here was encompassed in a word called compassion. You know, in Luke chapter 23, verse number 43, he talked, you know, I'm sorry, got the wrong verse. He was, he had compassion when he looked out on the multitude, he had compassion on them. And that's what we, we have compassion on others. These men had the compassion on their friend. They knew that that they could get him there. And even the Lord Jesus Christ to a pleading soul on the cross said, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And my mind stops and thinks, if I was being crucified like that, my last thought would have been somebody next to me or whatever having compassion on them. But Christ had compassion on that thief on the cross. He's you know, telling him, they are, you know, this truly is a, a righteous man. And he told him, he said, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. What a friend, what a friend we have in Jesus. So they were concerned about the, the, the help, the, these helpers. They were concerned. The second thing, they had a purpose. Now imagine, you know, this not, this, we're just imagine, you know, putting some things. But just imagine these four men, they're hurrying around for this paralyzed man. They know that Jesus is close. And that their friend is in trouble. And, you know, he's paralyzed and stuff. So they're scurrying around trying to get it. They get to his, his house and they know that Jesus is nearby. And, you know, just sometimes, you know, we, we read too quickly. But, you know, these friends are at, this, at his house. And just imagine that these four men, here he is. He, you know, he's paralyzed. He can't walk. These four men walk up. Hey, we've met the Christ. He can help you. And every one of them, you know, standing around may have given, given a testimony 
That God can help. That Jesus, I've seen this happen. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. My testimony and my testimony. If we can get you to Jesus, he can help you. I know that he can. They had a purpose in their life. And folks, we got a purpose in our life that we may not know somebody in, in maybe in this particular situation, but we know somebody that Jesus can help. That in, in our lives, we're, we, need to be, we need to be concerned and we have a purpose for telling others about the Lord Jesus Christ. They can all give a testimony. You know, what great things can be done for, you know, if friends join together. When God's people unite, when we, when we unite in churches, when we reunite, when we you slow down, Guffy. When we need to unite in churches, we need to unite in our home, and we it, this is the this is the hard one, but our country needs to be united. We're so tore apart right now; we don't know what's going on. But God. And that's the God is that uniting force. God is the one who would pull it together. Well, we're pushing God out of churches. We're pushing God out of home and we're pushing God out of our out of our country. Man, there's so many, you know, I just, you know, I don't have to. But there's so many churches, homes and stuff that are in turmoil, that are are torn apart. And God is the only one that's going to bring the unity back into the home. Back into the churches. Not, you know, like preachers say, we've got a, a great spirit. We've got a sweet spirit. But there's just so many churches that are torn apart. And God is that united. We must be united in our reception of our uh, acceptance of the word of God. You know, people are divided. Well, that's this. And I've told you this before and I've said you've heard it. You could quote it more than I can probably. But people saying, well, this is just a book of fairy tales. No, it's not. It's God's word that he's preserved for us. And so we must be united in the reception of Jesus Christ and the acceptance of his word. Well, I'll accept Jesus as my savior, but I don't want anything to do with his word. That doesn't make it doesn't go together. If we accept the Lord Jesus Christ, we have to accept his word. You can't, you know, you can't have, well, I just, you know, accept the Lord, but I don't accept anything that he says. And, you know, so we have to be united. So you see, these four men, they were determined and united to work on getting this lame man to the Lord Jesus Christ. And they had, the third thing, they had determination. I went long this morning. <clears throat> Brother Gary, I'm going to be short tonight. But see, they had determination. You're in, if you're in Mark, in, in chapter 2, it says in verse number 1, And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered, in verse number 2, Straightway many were gathered together, and so much that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as the door, and he preached the word unto them. So there was no way they had these these four men had determination. It says here, there's no way you're getting into the house. It's it's full. <clears throat> and these four men had that determination that they were going to get into this house. 
They were going to get this man to the Lord Jesus Christ so God could heal him. You know, a lot of times, you, <clears throat> I'll go some, maybe go somewhere, and I understand, please go somewhere to eat. You walk in, it's an hour and a half, two hour wait. I'm not waiting. You know, I'm not going to push through people. I'm not going to go through that. Uh, you know, I can't, you, you can't get in there. You may be somewhere that is crowded and you can't get, there's nowhere to sit. You're, you're going to leave. See, that's what runs through our minds. These four friends knew that they had to get their friend to Jesus. Somehow they had to get this, their friend to the Lord Jesus Christ. They couldn't get in everything. So in this particular time, the houses were built from what? Contrary to what my boys think, I wasn't living back then. But that hurts. <laughs> but the, the houses back then had the, the flat roofs on them. The sat, so, and then the, but that's, they, they go up to the roof and they didn't go and ask the uh, housing authority. What, can we take a couple of boards off the top so we can live? They just did it. They, they took their friend up to the roof and they let them down. Now imagine that they've taken part of the roof off and they're lowering their friend down to the Lord Jesus Christ. And, it's, and it says in verse number three, And when they came unto him, bringing one sick of palsy, which was born of four, and when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it, they let down the bed wherein the sick of palsy lay. Now, they're letting their friend down from the roof. And, you know, you can just, I know I'm, but I'm just thinking, here they are letting their friend down on the, from the roof with ropes or whatever they may have on all four sides. And they're letting him down. And the Lord Jesus looks up and he sees the faith in their face. Can you imagine? I mean, just stop and think. God put it in. Verse number five. And when Jesus saw their faith. See, they're letting him down because they know that Jesus can heal him. And when he's coming down, the Lord's looking up at them. Because they had enough faith. They were determined that they weren't going to get him to Jesus Christ. Man, what, you know, that's the thing about friends of faith. They're going to help you to get to where you need to be. You know, thank goodness that these friends had the determination that they were going to get to where they could get their friend close enough to Jesus. And when he looked up and saw their faces, he told them, you're healed. Look at Philippians chapter 3, verse number 13. Paul says it, Brethren, I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what we have to do as we need to push towards the prize and the mark of the high calling of the Lord Jesus Christ. These men knew that. They knew that if they could get their friend to Jesus and 
Jesus is looking up and he sees the faith in, in their faces. And he just says, you're healed. You know, faith in Christ. These men had it. These men saw it. They were concerned for the helpless. There was unity in, in their purpose. They had determination. You know, let, they let their friend down and Jesus looked up and saw them and saw their faith. You know, maybe this was the thought. It's just, you know, just master. As they're, as they're looking down, they've let their friend down. Maybe just the thought came through them. I don't, you know, I'm not saying it's not scriptural. And I'm just putting, but maybe, Master, we know who you are. We believe in your power, your compassion, your love. We know you can and, and have the power to heal this man. And Jesus looked at him and said that he was, you know, you're healed. You know, our faith in Christ makes us these kind of friends. And when the Lord Jesus Christ lives in our hearts, that's the kind of friend of faith that I want to be. That the Lord Jesus Christ lives in my heart. I'm concerned about others. And I want that determination to help others to get there. What You know, Yes, sometimes, sometimes the road gets hard. Sometimes the road gets tough. Do we have that determination to help people push through the hardships? Well, or don't call me. I don't, I don't have, you know. Thank God that sometimes, somewhere, somebody may have some trouble and you're the one that they call. Because they know that you know how to get a hold of God. Father, thank you for the evening. We thank you for loving us. Just pray now that you would continue to bless. Lord, thank you for the story of these four men that carried their friend. Carried them up on the roof, Lord, and let them down. Knowing that you had all power to heal them. They just had to get him, get in, get close to you and Lord you looked up and saw their faces and saw the faith that they had that they knew. So Lord help us in our lives just that small thing of being a friend. Being a friend of in in Christ and Lord in faith. It's you know sometimes it just we just need somebody that we can just sit down and talk to and Lord help us to be that kind of friend. Lord give us a good week this week watch over our preacher and their families as they travel home. Lord, Miss Rita, as she travels back, others that may be traveling, others that are sick, Lord, we just pray that you would uh, be with our people, be with our church, be with our ministries, and all the things that we do would be bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I think that's it. Amen.